You already here, dude. You don't want to waste that time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Walker the Walker. We got a good one for you guys today, man. So I want y'all to strap in. Get your listening ears ready. Let's talk about the real life stuff. This here is Walker the Walker. First and foremost, I just want to go on the limb and say that we do not own any of the rights of the music that is being played. This was actually a nice little ditty uh, called Have Your Cake and Eat It by Chris Standring. Hmm. So shout out to Chris Standring on that one. That was actually a real good, uh, real dope beat to me. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, you're now tuned in to Walker the Walker. I'm your man, Lou Walker. And the sitting across from me is the boss man himself, Mr. OG Joe himself. Yes. How we feeling today, boss? Oh, man, I tell you, exuberant today. I know that's right. You know, in spite of the weather. Man, which was, a, which was definitely a, a shocker, you know, you, you, how the pattern has seemed. <laughs> because, you know, weather is very unpredictable. But how the weather has seemed, it always looks like, okay, you're going to have like that rainy Monday, a little drizzled out Tuesday, then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is supposed to be like, you know, from, you know, cool weather to warm weather. And then you catch the rain. Oh, man, it rained all weekend. <laughs> I swear. And then I don't know about you, but I, I think the weather, like, I think the rain just kind of drains every every bit of energy out of me. It, it, it does that for a lot of people. But, you know, I, I got taken aback. Because the the Groundhog Day dude thingy, oh, man. you know, that guy says, hey, we're going to have an early spring. And then you look around and the northern states are just getting blitzed with, you know. With snow like crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, well, yeah. When does spring come for them? <laughs> was he just talking about Florida, you know? Hey, look, it's always but, spring in Florida, it seemed like. <laughs> yeah, it's we've, we've had some really... Um, really good weather the last few days and we're thankful for it you know right it could be a whole lot worse oh yes i think there was one day we i was um i was running the route and there was a tornado warning had hit oh yes yeah i'm sitting oh, in the yeah. rain and i'm like oh so there's a tornado close go ahead and take the truck boss i don't care <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it seemed like that warning thing wouldn't go away. It goes from 4 o'clock to 4.30, from 4.30 to 5.15 to 6.30. I'm going, yeah, like, okay, it, when is it over so I can knock my alarm off because it keep going off and down? Right. Like, <laughs> it is consistent, too. Like, <laughs> it was almost as if it was like a supply chain of Amber Alerts. Oh, was, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was crazy, but... What's on tap today, OG man? What are we talking about? What are we letting the people know about this uh, this lovely episode? We we're gonna get on to some current affair events. It's current event. affair. Okay. Current event. So what's going on that's current? Well, well, uh, we're we're talking about this case with Colorado uh, putting the ex prez off the Ballard. Okay. So that's what we're we're gonna talk about a little bit here is is mere um speculation for the most part okay. but by facts gotcha by ladies facts. and gentlemen for those that don't know uh colorado just passed a, a lovely uh, what is it a, a a bill i wouldn't say it's a bill but like a, a recourse well yeah they just actually kicked uh the ex-prez off the ballot so that he couldn't 
uh, were they trying to block him from becoming president? Right, right. So for those that don't know who the ex-pres is, we don't do a lot of name dropping here. But if we're coming with facts, we got to actually put the facts to the names. But so uh, our lovely, what was he, 47, 46? Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, 46. You know, he, um, Donald Trump, he, he has been placed off the ballot in Colorado. And Maine. And Maine. And everything was contingent on the outcome of the case going to the Supreme Court and a little bit more about that later. But before we get on to that, let's talk. Let's go it. to the point. Let's get to it. To the point. We're we're gonna dis- always start the the cast off because we're approaching uh, a November election for president. Mm-hmm. So parents, if you have a child that's become an age of voting. We urge you to get that person registered to vote. Most definitely. Parents, it is vital that we do this. And it's always vital, but I I think, you know, when you listen to a lot of the rhetoric behind voting in in, in democracy for America currently, Mm. you know, it's, it's essential. I agree. And I also, just to say... You know, a lot of people don't really get in tune with it, you know, and a lot of people tend to think that, oh, your vote doesn't matter, but your vote does matter. A lot of these things that they're vo- that we're voting on, the things that the topic of discussion in the White House, you know, whether you believe it or you don't believe it, it all pertains to us. And, and here's another point to that. When when a person say your vote doesn't matter, mm-hmm. uh, of course, when you don't vote is actually a vote exactly. against, you know. So whether you vote legally by ballot or not, you're casting a vote. If you're eligible to vote and you don't vote, you're saying, hey, my vote is I don't care what happens. That's like saying how many of us agree, how many of us disagree. And, you know, just because you didn't raise your hand on the disagree doesn't mean you didn't disagree. That means that you didn't cast an agreeable vote. Exactly, which means that even though, you know, you didn't vote, you still said you disagreed. So, So just a little bit of hindsight here. Voting Rights Act. August 6, 1965, is a benchmark pieces of the federal legislation legislation in the United States that prohibited racial discrimination and voting. Okay. 1965, August 6, 1965. Okay. Racial discrimination were supposed to be yeah, right. yeah, abolished. It, yeah, it, it, so, it, so, it, but we know that it didn't hold uh, to its effect, right? Um, to enforce the Fifteenth Amendment of the Constitution of the United States, that was also part of what the uh, the Voting's Right Voting's Right Act were to do to enforce the Fifteenth Amendment of the United States Constitution. And this was signed into law by none other than LBJ. Okay. Linda Bain Johnson. Okay. And then we go into Section 2, which outlawed rules that results in the denial of the right of any citizen on the account of race 
or color or membership in any language minority group. So in other words, prior to, if you are a minority or you spoke another language, you had no voting rights. You mm. could not vote. Right. So that's why Lyndon Bain Johnson said, hey, look, we need to fix that. Right. So in 1965, you know, he passed a law. So it outlawed also a literacy test. Mm. You know, most minorities that were illiterate, and many of them were, right. you know, right. they were disenfranchised racial minorities. They had no voting rights. If you couldn't read, you definitely uh, were not able to go vote. And that's somewhat get that, but don't get that. Because it's like, yeah, you can't read, but you're still part of the, the citizen population. Right. So it, your say-so should still matter. But then it's like, eh, we don't need you coming up here to vote if you don't, if you can't read what's going on. Well, well, here's, here's the question of the literacy test. Let's go. You know, what do you have to read to vote, to be a voter, to go to the polls? Okay. They actually gave them tests before you were able to go to the poll. Okay. And if you fail the test, then guess what? And now that begs the question of what 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 did that uh, literacy test entail? Like, is that the, you know, which way is up? Which way is down? Can you? Well, naturally, it would be things that were outside of your racial understanding. See what I mean? Yeah, just, well, and, and that's no different from the tests that they give the kids today for and that's what the schools. It, I don't even want to tap in on that no, one. No, you don't, because it, it, it's really profound, and, 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 and that's why a lot of the um, black schools mm -hmm. say, hey, look, these tests are about things that are not prevalent to our society as black people. So why are you testing us on that? Exactly. You know, so, but at any rate, that was, that was powerful. And then it brings us actually, you know, where we're at today currently. Mm. You know, these kind of tests are still going on, you know, but these tests are out of the hands of most of the citizens of the U.S., you know, right. it's gone to a legal battle now. Okay, and where that's where we are now with this, with this saga. I like to refer to it as a saga. Um, why this guy um, should not be on your ballard uh, as a front runner of the GOP? Right. You know, and I, I I question it in the sense that if you went out and committed heinous crimes, if you went out and did some of the things that has been alleged that he's committed, mm -hmm. your freedom is severely compromised. You're not going to be walking the street tomorrow, mm. you know, because what do they do with you? They lock you up until your court date come. Yeah, unfortunately. Till your court date comes, so especially if it's the weekend, boy, you in there for the weekend. Oh boy, <laughs> but 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 you know when they when they give you a court date, you know that's months and months away, and then your attorney, you know, you're supposed to be getting a speedy trial. Well, that's all right. You know, you're supposed to be getting a speedy trial, but you know this guy keep denying or delaying 
his trial dates or his attempt to delay them. You know, he wants to get closer and closer to becoming pres so he can allege some other law that protects him from prosecution. You see, as long as he's candidate, he's a, he's um, omitted from the charges. Well, well, he, not omitted, but he's he's actually can be prosecuted because he's um, he's just a candidate. Right. You know, once you change that status to Oh, the, I get what you're saying. I get yeah, what you're saying. once so status once he changed, becomes once he becomes president, then everything is exempt. So so now I, but see how how do you how do you how do you run a presidential campaign knowing that you got charges, real, real rough allegations, you know, pending upon you? Like how do you how do you how do you run for president with a clear mind knowing that this could all fall down? Well, here, here's here's the here's the the big picture. Okay. When you're in, when you are him. Okay. And the reason why that he's been able to to knock all the other uh, potential candidates out of the arena is because everything that um, the states, the federal government, uh, in terms of the uh, DOJ. You know, everything that they alleged against him, he take it and turn it into a, a political persecution. I get you. In other words, everybody is trying to... Out to get him. Out to get him. There you mm-hmm. go. There you go. Everyone is out to get him. So his base, you know, uh, is not... And I don't want to. I don't want to belittle anyone. Right. But you know, you sometimes gotta think past your teacher. Sometimes. Sometimes you have to think past your teacher because if I want to give you a snow job, you know, and you're a student, and you're just sitting there like uh, a mouse in a maze, <laughs> you you know what I mean? You're gonna lead. I'm gonna lead you right into the trap. Right. So every time they allege something against him, he goes, oh, that's political persecution. You know, <laughs> his base buys into it. I don't mean to laugh, but it's, 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 it's almost like a defense mechanism for the human being. Because he's not the only one that does it. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people in the world that, especially in political parties, that feel like any time that we, we allege something upon them or if we say that they've done something, you know, it always turns to a, a a political or a cyber attack of some sort. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, oh, man, you're just trying to make sure I don't make it. I was like, no, you just, you've been cheating the system. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has nothing to do with your presidency. <laughs> We're not even bringing up the fact that you convinced everybody to storm the Capitol. Like, we let that go. You like, know what I mean? You we weren't even tripping on that one. Yeah, you know, so. and, and, and that's what we saw with with the Confederacy, man. Yeah. And, you know, how do you think that we as American citizens sit by idly right. and let you do this again? Right. You know, without recourse? Come on, man. You know? At you got to pay the piper at some Yeah, well, at some, I was about to say at some time your ship has to come in. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, but first, let's. Um, but here's what here's what I here's what I think happened with because this case has went has gone all the way from state courts to the Supreme Court, right? And what I think, you know, here's here's the um, 
Here's where the speculation actually come in on my behalf. Okay. Because we, I, I think we're attempting to understand why the Prez is not an executive officer, and it is related to Article Four, as it is related to Article Fourteen, Section Three of the Constitution of the United States. So my speculation here is. I, I, I think the Supreme Court is trying to avert trouble in, this, in our society because surely as this guy's prosecuted and uh, convicted, you know, um, I think his followers are going to lose their mind. I think they're going to lose their everlasting mind. I think it, I, I think it may be deeper than that. Well, what, well I'm, I'm about to elaborate further you know, you than it. just losing their mind. I think what we saw... January 6th, right? you know, I think we're going to see that mayhem all over the country. You think so? Well, surely as they convict this guy, you know, that's what's going to happen. So now, how did the Supreme Court avert that mayhem? Is by making some 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 uh, speculations or some statements, right. you know, alleging that this guy first is not an officer, right? You know, as the Constitution has stated, right? You know, for the president, right? So now, first, they def- let's define a few terms that relates to the topic we're discussing. Okay, okay. Let's define because here's what they've tried to do. Uh, on uh, as a side note, they tried to say, "Oh, it wasn't really an insurrection; it was a riot." Okay. Okay. It was a riot that went awry, if you will. Okay. So then I said, "Okay, let me see what what Oxford, um, how they define a riot." Yeah, let's let's crack it. Okay. What's the definition of a riot? Okay, as far as Oxford. Language is concerned, a violent disturbance of the peace by a crowd. Okay. And I think that's minuscule. I think that's just kind of like... I think that's know, a pretty vague definition. Well, I, I, I think it's a softer softer um, definition. I just, I, it doesn't really pinpoint or, or, or now or speak on certain, certain activities. Not, let's say if, you know, a block party... You know, and, and can turn to a riot. You know what I mean? But if a black, if if we're talking about a, like a block party where things didn't get a little hectic and it turns into a riot, versus you know a peaceful protest that you know they were provoked and then you know violence was was issued in or or implemented. So does that consider? Will we consider that a riot? A peaceful protest can quite easily turn into a riot. But because once it become violent, okay. So the question I have is, is it a riot no matter how you slice it, or is it a riot when it's pre when it's predestined when it when when it's pre premeditated? Like if you're like okay, you know we're today, going here to cause mayhem. You know what I mean? Versus we come out here to be peaceful, but we were provoked and then this happened. But then, but then, did they? go out to be peaceful. Because see, anytime you're doing breaking and entering, I don't see that to be peaceful. 
I mean, you know, you go to the Capitol, man, and you start cracking windows and busting in doors. I, I don't see that as a peaceful like, activity. But see, my my speculation on that was that it was premeditated. They uh, all had the thought. Was. They had the thought process to run in it versus the ones that they have. You know, when 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 the George Floyd guy was was murdered, the peaceful protest that led to the riot because they were being pushed, shoved, or whatever. The cops were trying to push him away. All this. Other, and then it was this whole this whole thing, you know what I'm saying? And then we can also speak on, you know, like how New York just had their uh, one of one of one of the celebs did a giveaway in uh, Times Square mm-hmm. that led to a riot. So instead of them arresting the people in the riot, they arrested him for you know in, in you know starting it off. Yeah, yeah. So it's like to me that definition is a bit vague. When it comes to a riot. So I guess it kind of answers my own question of, okay, it's a riot no matter how you slice it. I, I Well, in yes and no. Okay. Because when you think about a riot, see, riots has to be, you have to have that violent element. Right. Otherwise, it's just a protest. Okay. You know, once you go out there and, you know, as a protest with your signs and all the you know, PAs and loud, you know, messaging, you know. Right. And nobody got clubs right. and bats, right. you know, and guns. And then we can consider this a peaceful protest. Okay. But when you go to a peaceful protest and you got clubs and guns and weapons and things of violence, then it quickly turns from a peaceful protest to a riot. Okay. People were killed. People were injured. You know, people. I mean, they broke and entered. You know. So. Yeah, that January sixth. I don't even. I can't compare nothing to it because that. Yeah, man. That was like a whole premeditation. We're gonna go do this, and we're gonna do it at this time. We don't care, and then yeah. it was go for it. But you know, when it comes to having clubs and things of that nature, you still have to define whether or not it was self-defense or were they bringing it just to be safe? Were they bringing it for the riot? Right, right. So, so, so I went to Legal Information Institute to define a riot as... Okay. Public disturbance where three or more people behaved in violence in, uncontrolled, in an uncontrolled manner. Uh, okay. Three or more people... That's all it takes? Three or more. And it becomes um, a riot. But but you notice now, it all it still pins in violent. Mm-hmm. You know, so to move away from a protest, you have to become violent, and then it becomes a riot. Okay. And then there was one other term that I, I wanted to... But but first, yeah, that I wanted to look at. But under the the criminal law, okay, under the criminal law, inciting a riot or rioting as a crime, a person who commits a riot commits a felony of the third degree. Okay, and they gave the statutes for, um, and, and you know, I we don't get into the statutes, but it's seven seven five point zero eight two. 083 and 084. Mm. Those are the statutes that regulate the punishment for having committed because it's a felon. 
Right. You know, so, so you know, it's serious. Right. It's serious, you know. And, and then the other term that I, that I wanted to check out was the insurrection. An insurrection is a violent uprising against the government or authority. Okay. Plain and simple. Okay. So whether they want to call it a riot or they want to call it an insurrection, it doesn't matter, you know, because the damages were done. And, and what were they riding against? They were trying to stop the certification of, uh, uh, of votes, you know, for an election. Which is crazy. Yeah. You know, so how do you suppose that they think that this was going to be a slap on the wrist? You guys go home and don't do this again. <laughs> you know, but the but, idea that they thought that that was going to be the punishment is crazy to me because that, that, that tells me that this man DT has a lot of influence and a, a lot of people got a lot of hope in him because, you know, anything that he speaks on, you know, he's not telling you to, you know, especially with the speech that he did to, to stand by and, you know, the, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, stand back, stand down. Stand down, stand by. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. he said when he said that, I feel like they got a lot of, they, 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 they brought upon this whole immunity type of feel where it was like, okay, if he's telling me to stand back and stand by, that means when it's time to go, he, he going to make sure I don't do no time. But it's not always the case, man. Well, look at, look, I put that, I put this whole debacle in the same category with the incident with Jim Jones and his followers. Okay. You know, they want, they want to actually, some professionals want to deem this a cult, mm -hmm. you know, that he's leading. That you know. white supremacy I've read about, they tried to uh, pin it on him with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now we, we take all of these terms and these definitions and we try to, to do what the Supreme Court tried to do in regards to keeping him on the ballards. Because here's what the Supreme Court said. How would you like okay. for one state to elect your president? In other words, if, if the Supreme Court upholds the fact that um, Trump being kicked off the ballots, then there was 14 other states that was following. Mm. You know, we, of course, Maine filed a lawsuit as well, but this was filed was filed by Republicans in Colorado. This wasn't uh, this was Democrat what, Party. Yeah, this wasn't the D the Democrat Party. This was the Republican Party filing this lawsuit. So the Supreme Court goes, okay, so would you like for one state to elect your president? So what I when I heard that, then I think they're trying to, to avert, as I spoke earlier, uh, mayhem. Mm -hmm. You know, because if they say, okay, so this guy is actually an officer, you know, according to the Constitution, you know, He's an officer in Article um, Article 14, Section 3 does reference him. Okay. Then guess what? Once that is upheld by the Supreme Court, 
then you got 14 other states, 13 other states, 12 other states with this same lawsuit pending. Right. It's going to say, okay, so he's out of here. Okay. I get you. You know, and once that happens, then his followers are here where I said they're going to lose their everlasting mind. Yeah. You know. They're going to... I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what? We're going to help you understand them. Right. The Supreme Court of the United States stated that presidency. Okay. Okay, now it is because here's where they try to to isolate the person from the position. Okay. And then they try to isolate the position from the house. Gotcha. So check, so check them out now. They said presidency. Not the president yet. Presidency is not an office. Okay. So presidency is not an office. I mean, they're technically civil servants. Well, anyway. this, well, I mean, you know, this is a matter of semantics. Right. You know, and, and you're right. They're civil servants, but presidency is not an office. So you got the Oval Office there, Okay where you go to the Oval Office and you do presidency. <laughs> I, know, I mean, it sounds kind of it sound crazy. But it sounds this, like going to your friend's house and playhouse. You know, you go, you go to, to the Oval Office. It's like going to NASA to do the simulated space launch. Yeah, you know, so get you. presidency is not an office. Okay. But the president goes to the Oval Office. The Oval Office to perform presidency. You know, now it goes on because it says, and I call it semantics, under the United States, and the president is not an officer. And it says the president is not an officer. Okay. So if he's not an officer and the presidency is not an office, mm then the president don't exist. Which is crazy. It makes sense because they don't write the bills. They don't write the laws. He does nothing. But No, but it doesn't matter <laughs> if you're talking about a former president or current president or all of the great presidents before them. You know, you're talking about people that never came up with a bill a day in their life. They 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 just sign off on it. That's that's their job as the United States of America presidency. You're this the United States fall guy, and and, and lack of a better word, yeah. you know, your name goes on all the bills. <laughs> so yeah. everything is technically your fault. But so you got your legal department over here, right? That 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 that, that comes out with all the laws that are referencing. An article or a bill. Of course. You know, and then you got this this department, the, the Senate issues. or Congressmen that are coming up with all this crap. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, and so once they go to the floor, get voted on, now they go to the president's desk. Yeah, if he wants it or don't want it. Veto the only power that he has. Exactly. You know, the guy's, I mean, he's head of the snake. Now, this is probably off topic, but I got a question, and, and it, it's somewhat up to off topic, but not really. So they say when the, when the government does their shutdown, when the Democrats and the Republicans not seeing eye to eye on a vote or whatever, they go into the governmental shutdown or whatever the case, and they, they, they perform martial law. Is that like the only time the president really got power is during martial law? He can, he can declare martial law, uh, unlike um, declaring war. 
okay. against the country. See, so Congress has to, he has to go to Congress. For war or just yeah. for the, Okay, he, so yeah, he, he has to go through the chain of commands to go to war, but martial law, he could he just, can take, declare. He could he just can take point, man. All right, I'm with that. All right. Yeah, and, and, and I think it's kind of crazy too, man, because they really, when, when you stop and think about it, that guy really doesn't have all the power that is thought to be given to him. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because Congress has to, man, Congress has to has to agree and approve and all these things before yeah. he can actually do anything. So that's why I say it really doesn't matter who sits in the Oval Office. Okay. Democrat or Republican. It doesn't even matter as long as the the henchmen of each party has a head on right. See, they don't work together. They not. Democrats yeah. and Republicans in, in both the Senate and the House, Congress, <clears throat> they work contrary to one another because they're trying to prove power. So uh, going back to the, the first thing that we spoke on, as we speak on in every episode since, uh, since the new year kicked off, when you when you're talking about voting, you know we're we're pretty much um, voting, or a lot of the focus on voting is directed to the wrong thing. You would say, because a lot of the voting Elaborate. is so. Like when you're talking to the youth, or you're talking to people that are not really 100 percent knowledgeable on how Congress and all the governmental things work, you know their focus is on who's going to be president. A lot of these people go to the ballots with these with the, with the right to vote, and they'll vote for presidency, and then just kind of pick a party. You know what I mean? Um, would you say that their their mentality is a little bit far fetched as far as what they are focusing on? Because I would I would argue to say that when you're going into your your ballot booth to make your do your votes, I honestly know it doesn't matter who uh, is in the presidential spot, but all of the people, all the congressmen and congresswomen that that are proposing. You know, things that are contrary to what works for my life. You know, that's who I need to focus on getting in and out of the out of the seats. That's your down ballot. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's the down ballot. And, and, and see, that's why, you know, we need to talk more about civics because our people. And we don't and, like and Hondas a, now. Huh? <laughs> you said civics. I was like, we don't like Hondas now. <laughs> because Because not just... Our people, but you know, here's a point that I before I, I'm gonna I'm gonna backstep here because I want to say this first. Let's get into it. Because well, you think immigrants, okay, know more about our constitution than our natural born citizens. They I didn't think you was gonna pass. go that deep. Well, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want, and, and I'm not gonna get in. I just want to highlight that point. No, nah, it's a fact. It's and, a fact. And, and, and so we need to make sure we need to start talking about local um, events. Okay. As it relates to politicians. Okay. Because when we have these um, midterm um, elections, right. Many of the people don't even vote on them. A lot of us don't. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that's that's critical because, and the reason we don't is because we don't have any knowledge of the issues. And, and, and I'm we're gonna, looking. Oh, let me, no, no, let me go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. And, and, and when and when it comes to your local elections, mm -hmm. they're not concerned about the issues. They're voting for the person. 
Right. They don't even know what these people represent or stand for. Right. And guess what? You, if you decide to vote midterm, that's what you're going to do. Um, vote for John Doe and Mary Sue and Bobby Bay. You know, these, are, these votes are for the person, not the issues. A few people do know the issues. Right. You know, when it's when it's relating to their wallet. Right. You know, directly, you know, right. like a half percent uh, tax increase, you know, for the next 30 to 50 years, <laughs> you know. No, you got. I, and I was going to I was going to give to your point, because, you know, when you think about those midterm elections, they're not the they're not the presidential elections, but they're the elections on who's your sheriff going to be. Who, who's going to be running your who's going to be running district. your block? Who's going to be? Yeah. You know, those things matter. And and to your point, again, we don't have the knowledge on these certain certain things like perfect example. It's not that I don't know the issues or anything of that nature. Right. I don't know, and with all of my years of schooling, I don't know when the local election starts versus the presidential elections. And I'm not saying it to belittle me, but to point out to what you're saying that nobody's really knowledgeable who's a citizen. We don't know when the terms start for which house, for which what's, for what Congress seat and things of that nature. But an immigrant would come... And that's like the main thing that they know. Because they have to pass a test to be here. Exactly. So so now who do you fault? Who do you fault? You don't fault, and I wouldn't fault the individual for not getting involved. I fault these politicians for waiting until the last minute to bring up these issues. Don't cancel me. I, I blame Bill Gates. <laughs> no but hear me out though bill gates is big man on campus running microsoft right right i would like to think that he has a hand in the ai invention correct he does he's leading it right now. exactly so at the end of the day he's also the inventor of the algorithms that when we speak into our phone when we log on to social media those type of things pop up in our ads and stuff right why not throw that algorithm for the presidential elections and things that happen in our life because that's too much like right. Oh, I didn't know. My bad, my bad. As you were, Bill Gates. <laughs> that's, too, that's too much like right. But see, but see, so the reason why I say we blame the politicians. Yeah. You know, local, state, federal, whatever. Right. We wait until it's time to go to battle to try to get us ready for the war. Right. That's wrong. But then it puts me in that position of, okay, can't put the entire blame on Congress or no. the, the politicians. No. I have to give our people some sort of accountability based on the things that we say. Because you'll hear somebody that's from the block, somebody from Moncrief or something like that, you'll hear them use the saying, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Right, right. But that only pertains to your weapon on the block. It doesn't pertain to what's going to happen in Congress. What are you getting ready for? Exactly. How would you know? You're right. not. You're not looking into it. Exactly you know what I mean. So that, I feel like that's. I feel like when it comes to politics and, and, and politicians and things of that nature, I feel like because it's not a popularity thing for our culture. It's put to the back burner, thrown on the wayside, and we don't know anything about it. 
right versus right. you know the algorithm showing us tiktok dances and celebrity and, and, and females with only fans and you know all of the things mm. that are are lack of a better word distractions right you know right. what i mean so it's like <clears throat> i i want to blame the politicians mainly because whoever the hell wrote that constitution really wrote it in a vague way that made us really have to play heads and tails about this crap and then I also want to blame us just on the strength of you can't sit there and say you know when you don't know. Right, right, right. So, 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 but and I'm going to stick to my. I'm, go ahead, go it. ahead. We look, 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 listen, I'm going to stick to my guns. On this. <laughs> I'm going to stick to my guns on this because I, I think the politicians, particularly our local ones, right. look, if you're sincere about maintaining office, right? About benefiting your district, your 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 county, your state. Do not wait until it's time for action, right? To try to get people on board, right? This is something that you know when it when when it comes down, you know when it's going to happen, right? Let me know tomorrow. I get you. Let me know tomorrow. Start informing me today. Don't tell me my water heater is dead broken when you knew it was running low a week yeah, ago. Yeah, you know, don't do not do that to your, to your constituents because guess what? If you tell them today, you can get more people swayed your way mm. than to wait to the last minute. And now I got to go out here and try to read all this this filth that's coming into my mailbox, <laughs> yeah. you know, to try to get abreast of what's going on. No, right. don't do that to us. Let, Let us know up front. Especially when, you, when, when in the politician or in the politic world, you know, the main thing for them is not to cause a scare. Right. The last right. thing you were anything that's going on Fear in life. Tactic. Right. You don't want us to be you don't want us to be informed because you don't want us to be nervous. But then you that but then that's you saying that you know every single citizen. Right. Because some of us if you were to tell us, hey, look, <laughs> I'm just gonna throw it out there, there was a balloon in the sky, balloon to China, get ready. Right. Then half of us will be up here bare arms. The whole idea of me arguing with you because you got crap in my yard, it doesn't matter no more. We're all fronted up, ready for whatever could possibly go wrong. Right. You know, and I feel like when they keep us in the dark like they do, you know, it really makes it hard for us to land on our feet. And then it makes us then wonder, are you even on our side? Right, right. That part. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, how can how can I how can I vote for somebody like you? When the only thing that you're shouting loud and proud right now is that if I vote for you, my gas is under $2. Gas won't matter to me because I just bought a Tesla. So what does that do for me? Right. You know what I'm saying? Who cares? Exactly. Who cares? So it's like, give me the real deal issues that's going on. Not the crap that you want us to believe is going on, but give us what's really going on right now. How bad is Biden going? Like, how bad is he doing right now? If he's a C-plus type president right now, we need to know that. Like, not even not even based on the bills he's passing, the people he's meeting. Just how is he handling it? Well, they, they rate him. They rate him really, really low. I, and I assume so. You know, 83 years old, I'd be rated low, too. But, but, but see, that's not okay. That's not okay. Yeah, and I it's agree. not right. Right. But, but see— and listen, 
when again, I'm gonna say it again. Okay. And and I hope all you voters hear this. Because it doesn't matter who the president is, it's the issues behind the president. Right. You know, don't vote for the person. Vote for the issues. Right. And where I sit today, that former president has no issues. Now, <clears throat> to make my point, they're trying to get funds for border protection. Okay. Okay. They're trying to trying to really slow down the immigrants. Rather than just saying, <clears throat> now, pay to get in, huh? Now. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, now. The former president is, is is asking Congress, the the GOP, not to vote for the package. But okay. nevertheless, you stand on the sideline and say, oh, the president, uh, Biden, is doing such a horrible job on the border. He wants to secure the border. Well, guess what? Now you got, and I'm going to call his name this time, you got Trump's urging them not to vote for the package. Right. You see, so here's a double standard. How is somebody that's not in office, not considered an <clears throat> officer compared to this in, in the section, not compared to, you know, compared to any kind of guidelines that classifies you as a congressman or an officer, GOP, um, how do you have this much say-so and what these people need to, <laughs> need to talk about? Well, because, you know, here, here again— Jim Jones, right? Okay. You know, we we I, and I like to ref, I like to refer to Jim Jones because you had you know seven hundred people, right? You know that love that man so dearly that they were took a blind eye to everything. Yeah, they did. They drank the Kool Aid. Yeah, it was spiked with cyanide. Right. You know, and he telling them that they're going to paradise. Yeah. You know. You know, and this guy broke every biblical rule there is. Yeah. You know, and and they couldn't see it. Well, whether they saw it or not, they didn't care. Yeah. You know. So so here we are today with a leader, you know, driving 90 million people, Mm. you know, off the cliff, if you will. Okay. You know, and, and so I was reading about one of the insurrectional guys go like, man, I destroyed my life following him. <laughs> you know, and, and how many more of these people are actually sitting out there thinking the same thing, you know, but guess who they're going to follow? Mm. They have no one to follow. You know, are they going to follow Nikki Haley? <laughs> Quite doubtful. Quite doubtful. And, and, she, and she, she's rather young, too. Well, well, age has nothing to do with it. Really. It, it, it kind of does, because well, your age plays a part in your experience in the game. Does it? Does it? I only say that because the longer you're into the politics, mm. the longer you're in politics, the more you learn to maneuver. Now, I would say on the pro of her being a rookie to the game is that she's not going to blindside us. Well, she was an ambassador. Okay. For the U.S. Okay. So, so as far as foreign policy and, and is concerned, she's abreast. Okay. But, but here's why it doesn't matter age-wise. Talk to me. Because the president, again, okay. you know, he has, what, veto power. Right. Rarely ever 
does he come up with anything to to advance the the ball down the field? I get you. His team, and they have the smartest people in the country surrounding the president. Right. You know, these guys, your Senate, come up with all of these game plays. Okay. When I say game plays, uh, say for an example, um, we want to move away from fossil fuel. Right. 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 You, you think that was all Biden's ideal to move away from fossil fuel? No. No, no. You know, because if you go back, you heard President uh, Obama talking about the same thing. Mm -hmm. And if you go prior to Obama... Bush was saying the same thing. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. See, so they plant the seed. The next president advances the ball down the field. The next president advances it on down further. And then it it goes to the to the end of the field by the next. So by the fiftieth by the fiftieth president, we're gonna watch it grow. We, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know. So 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 <clears throat> it doesn't really matter who sits there, right? You know. But what really matters, okay? What really matters is the fact that we support the issues, not the person, right? You know. Stop making it a popularity contest. Uh, <laughs> and we'll go out on that one. You know, <laughs> we'll go out on that. One. I'm not gonna go out there yet because I, I still, <laughs> I still want to. Because it's so much, it's so much truth in what you were saying. You know, as far as you know, people who've wasted lives following people, and it's funny you mentioned that because on, you know, on my other show, you know, we spoke on are you a leader. Are you a follower? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and I beg to, you know, I don't, I'm not quite sure how familiar you are with, with modern day, you know, slogans and slang and things of that nature. Uh, but people live this generation nowadays, they're using terms like, I match your energy. So if I come to you and this is the energy that you're giving me, I'm just going to match that. That's That's the mentality that they have. Okay. I disagree wholeheartedly because... That makes you a follower because you're coming in anticipating other energies rather than coming in and setting the tone for the energy. So a lot of the time when we go out here and we're looking at people with issues and things like of that nature, we're pretty much going with the vast majority. We're going with the majority of the people that want it like this. Even though you don't agree with it 100% like this, you're just going to vote that anyway just because, hey, the vast majority of the people that you roll with are thinking that way. Right, you know, right. But you got to, you, how we said last episode, you got to dare to be different. You, you know, have you to have be. to be because it's like there are I want everybody to know there are Republicans out here that have a Democrat mentality. There are Democrats out here with Republican mentalities. You can't sit up here and side with one personal thing just because of who this person is representing or what this person. And is to your point, I, I like to I like to mention uh, Mitt Romney. OK. Republican. Right. But he sided with the Democrats. Exactly. Because he knew. He knew that that guy had done something horribly wrong. Right. You know, and he says, look, I'm not going to stand with him because he's a Republican. And I know that he did something wrong. Right. Cheney, another Republican. That did the same thing. Yeah, you know, you got to dare, like you say. You you got to dare to be be different. different. Yeah, man. And if you're going to just be a yes man, 
guess where you're going to end up at? On the bench. On the bench. On the sidelines. On the bench. But you know who I can't stand in today's time? This is so off topic, but you know who really bugs me is the shoulda, coulda, woulda guys. Yeah. I can't stand those guys because they turn around and they, hey, man, look, if I if I could have, if I could have just, you know. I should have done it. You know what I'm saying? Nah, come on. You man. know who I like to, like to reference? Oh, yeah. And I love this song. Uh, and a lot of people use this expression, Lou Ross. Okay. late and a dollar shot. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever, ladies and gentlemen, don't ever be a day late and a dollar short. <laughs> we can end it on that one. On that, we'll go. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we can't stress enough the, 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 the importance of voting. Now I got to go a step further because we went a step further. It's not about who you're voting for. It's about what you're voting for. Absolutely. It's never the person. It's about the issues, the, issues, the merits behind what they're trying to do. Don't vote for DT just because DT's name has been in Hollywood and every other thing for decades at a time. I think I was like, Nine, uh, I was about four or five years old when uh, Home Alone came out. He was on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's been around. Don't vote for him just because you know who he is. If you don't know who the other ballot content, uh, candidates are, you use Google to figure out how to find and fix other stuff. Use Google to figure out who this person is. Right. What is this person standing for? Be your own thought. Stand on your own business. Anything you want to leave them with, OG? Uh, parents, again, if you got voting age children, prepare them. Don't wait till the last minute. Get them to the polls. Get them abreast of the issues and show them how to do this. Don't tell them how to do it. Show them how to do it. Mm. And that I'll leave you with. All right, now, ladies and gentlemen. This has been a lovely episode of Walker the Walker. Thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all could have been listening to anything else, but y'all wanted to hear some facts. And that's what y'all got today, man. Y'all stay blessed out there. And remember, above all else, man, if you don't know, you won't know. Don't ever be behind that eight ball. Stand on your business. Love. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Definitely.